Hello, and welcome to the Strength to be Human podcast with your host, author and playwright Mark Anthony Rossi. This show explores all forms of creativity for those searching for meaning and a place in the world. To err is human, but so is to love. Now, without further ado, here's your host. Hi, folks, and welcome back to Strength to be Human. We're doing our wonderful uh, guest house uh, edition with our co-host and, and, and frequent uh, writer and guest, uh, John Patrick Robbins. Uh, this will be episode number 74, Tales of the Podcaster. Welcome, John. Thank you for being on again. Always an honor to be on here, Mark, and, and just glad to be on the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I was thinking over the last uh, couple of weeks, because people don't realize that we often space these things out because I got other other shows I'm doing as well, uh, that, uh, yeah, why don't we talk about the, the podcast? So because um, we both we both have relevant experience in that. So Because one of the things I didn't want to do on the show is just, you know, talk about something that only one person has experience in, because then it kind of seems like a, a weird, lonely show. You know, somebody's just sitting back and, you know, have drinking soda and the other person's talking all day. So we don't want to do that. We both have experience in the field of podcasting. I've done plenty of interviews outside of this sort of thing that were not literary. But um, when it comes yeah. to podcasting, it's only been literary. And, you know, we've had a lot of experiences with it. Um, one of the major things, and I know you also had uh, mentioned this, and you'll get definitely a, a chance to speak about it on, on your turn, was we, we like to try to include, I guess if you want to call it a, a, a somewhat live element when, when you're trying to do an interview with somebody, but it, it, it's, it's not such an easy task because the scheduling can be, can be gruesome with, with folks. Even when people are, are more than willing to do it and excited to do it, you would not believe how hard it can be to get it done. So oftentimes if you catch somebody at the right time and you got some right time available, you know, it's it's a it's a gift from God because otherwise it could be very difficult. Mm -hmm. Like that last one we just did with uh, with Jasmine, the children's author, a, a wonderful lady. I was just so fortunate because I had talked to her about it and suddenly it became available. And it's one of the few interviews I did where I didn't have to do all this advanced scheduling, move this around, do that, do that. You know, oh, so I'm so glad to, to to be able to get that in there. Sometimes it, it's hard. I've had months where I just I couldn't do one uh, because. I just couldn't get them available in time. And by the time they were available, I had to record it and then push it to the next month because I have all these other shows. That's one of the, the strengths of having a, a show that's that's literary is uh, I can also rely on the standalone episodes and the stuff that you and I do. Because otherwise, if I had to rely on interviews, I'd have like two shows a month and I really wouldn't have a show anymore. You know, networks don't care about a couple of shows a month. They want you to actually put some stuff out, you know. Yeah, and I do at least yeah. at least eight a month, at least eight a month, and sometimes ten, depending on you know the thing, how how the schedule is and how the uh, the calendar is. So I've I've had some some rough times doing it. Um, thankfully, all of them came out great except for one. I just I still I, I still can't figure out what happened. I mean I I continued to try to figure it out, but I can't. Somehow, the person had the video on Skype connected instead of the audio. So for some reason, because yeah. I have this British program that it, it records the Skype for the two ways. So this way, all I have to do is edit the show and I could create a show that, you know, you could hear both sides. 
And for some reason, um, it just never came out. Yeah, that's that's one of the pitfalls. I mean, Skype is, I think, the best way to do these shows. But yeah, and, and I've done many because, uh, you know, I've, I've done uh, my own show off the wagon for a long time. So, uh, uh, yeah, and, and so many different formats. Off the wagon, you know, that's, that's one thing about this show is always be consistently good off the off the wagon, you never knew what you would get, but uh, yeah, that that's the thing with when it comes to these shows, is recording them is it, every people don't realize how much can go wrong, and how much you're crossing your fingers when you you can schedule somebody, get them on, and hope that you have no problems, and that's a big that's a big thing when you're doing these uh, podcasts. It's just there's so many things that can go wrong. So it can be a, it, it's a very stressful thing. Nobody realizes, but it's absolute truth. You know, I, I definitely, I definitely uh, agree. Uh, maybe um, I was more fortunate because that's really what it is. Because you know, folks, you could do as much preparation as possible with somebody, and, and mm-hmm. you don't know what's going to happen. I've been fortunate that every show that I've recorded came out came out wonderful even the person and, and i'm still horrified to this day because she gave such a wonderful interview to have it all lost it just sucks and i'm hoping we're going to be able to reschedule with her and, and she's not going to be too too mad about it but it was it was really wonderful it, it really was but i've had at least on two instances people who pulled out they didn't do it like five minutes before the show but they just you know they changed their mind they're, they're too nervous or didn't know what to say or I don't know. You only can really talk to people so much about the situation. I tried to, and for a while I did this. I did a pre-interview where I talked to them on the phone just so that I can kind of get an idea of a little bit of who they were, what they wanted to talk about, and, you know, that sort of stuff. You know, and that's where, and that really worked for more of the of the nervous type folks. But, you know, later on I was able to book interviews with people where I didn't have to do that at all. I, I could just hear, so to speak, from um, – from the text and in the, the way they answered questions and the way they just you know they talked about things that they were going to be they were going to be very nice about it and and it was going to work out fine. So I, I've been fortunate enough to not have too many too many problems. But it could happen. It could happen one day. I might get somebody on there and they actually know that you know they're talking about Cambodia and aliens. You know, and I'm like, dude, this is about poetry. So I mean, that could happen, and, and I'm, I'm hoping not because uh, uh, people don't know me by now. Uh, I'm not shy. And it, it wouldn't hurt me to scrap a show. I mean, I, I would be, you know, a little peter. I'd be a little peter about it. But, you know, I'm not gonna have anything that's that's nutty out there. Or more important, I'm not gonna have anything that's dramatically off topic. We do a little bit out on the show. Yeah. Sometimes in interviews, somebody wants to talk about a little spiritual connection, what they're doing, or maybe they're talking about something small and political that could possibly have a, some bearing. And I'm okay with that. That's that's important. I'm not telling people to shut their lives off to do a show. You know, but we can't have thirty-five. No. We have thirty-five minutes uh, on on you know small vehicles flying out of the moon. We're not doing that. You know that that's just not going to happen. Uh, even if it's a moon poem book, I don't care. It's just not going to do it. So, well, but know. you know that could happen one. That can happen one day. I mean, I I, I don't want to be cocky and I don't want to be arrogant, but I honestly thought that my lovely British program would be flawless. I never knew that that could possibly be a problem. And and when I when I contacted them about what I, I found to, to be a you know a real error in the system, they said, "Did you make sure that you know they were also on the audio and that video for Skype? Because our program will only do audio; it won't do video. You have to pay extra for that." 
I'm like, oh God, no, I didn't, and it just it never occurred to me because I just figured everybody's doing audio because I always tell people this is an audio show. In fact, I, I've had a few writers that said, and you know, and I'm, I'm not here to judge anybody, but they're like, I'm glad you're doing an audio show because I wouldn't be comfortable with a video show. I'm like, yeah, okay, I got you. I'm not interested in doing a video show anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I put long, yeah, I, know, I put yeah. long days in. I, I don't mind having a t-shirt on and. Maybe I don't feel like shaving that day or something. I'm I'm not looking to be prime time over here. Audio lets you do that, you know. So I, I no, wouldn't no. want to I, I wouldn't want to do yeah. anything any, any other way anyway. It's all I want to do is video. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna get judged on. You know, this dude didn't shave. He must be a weirdo. I mean, no. really? <laughs> I'm just a regular guy, no, you know, no. just just a writer yeah. and you know trying to get a show going here. So um, that, that but for the most part, I've been I've been lucky. I, I know you've had a few stories that um. You can you can tell about people that um, uh, to put oh, it to yeah. it nicely, and you you can definitely describe it better. But to put it to it nicely, John was saying he had a couple people that had had mentioned in one breath that they were going to go Johnny Carson on him, and then when he got there, they were like, you know, Kermit the Frog, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, when we're talking about off the wagon and things like that, the show that I started. Um, <laughs> the whole show, the, just the name of the show, should tell you that it's extremely unfiltered, much like my writing. Once I got the folks to hear my rap, so it, it was kind of a, uh, it was almost like uh, what I was. Hey, John, to it's a little, it's character. a little, it's a little muffled. Let's see if you can adjust that a little bit. All right, uh, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Now? Great. Yes, we're we're good. All right. Well, when I started the show off the wagon. I kind of wanted it like you were sitting, like two writers were just sitting having drinks, and let's just get to know the writer. You know, it was completely different. It was unfiltered. It was almost like you were kind of eavesdropping on a conversation that that you know would show a different side to everybody. And when I started that, yeah, it was like it was pretty yeah, getting it started was very hard. But once we got it going, it wasn't because people kind of liked it. it. was very relaxed. And, of course, they got to know me. And, you know, I'm definitely not uptight by any stretch of the imagination. So um, <laughs> once we got it going, what cracked me up is I've had a couple people on there that, and one in particular, I'm not going to name names, but it was a guy that was a really, let's just say, like, out, I don't know how to put it, um, avant-garde or maybe uh, outlaw type writer i can't stand that term but and the funny thing is is when i had him on the show it, it just he he was all right i, I kind of walked him through just like you will a lot of people don't know you will do pre-interviews and talk to people so they get used to talking to you they're comfortable and then he completely froze up you know we ended up and you know when your guest is uncomfortable so you kind of want to wrap it up a little bit you know faster and as uh, as you know, boss, you you've been on uh you've been off on the off the wagon. The show can go for as long as you want it to. We just don't have that kind of you know. This is a very more underground thing, but um. Yeah, yeah. it was, and it's still, it's still out there, folks. If you only want to listen to that episode, oh, yeah. me and John did about two hours, and it's probably the only time you're going to hear yeah. me ever on a podcast <laughs> curse. So I actually did a couple cursing in there because I'm like, hey, if I'm off the organ and this is unfiltered, then bleep bleep bleep. bleep you know, why not? Oh, yeah, it was a blast, yeah. <laughs> and we actually taped, people don't know this, we taped two shows. The first show ended up like halfway through for some reason. I think we had a storm coming through, and it ended up messing up, and we had to tape again. 
So yeah, yeah, it's yeah I remember things that. do happen. Like sometimes you can have the best show on earth, but if the end of it is completely gone and nobody can hear it and they can hear me, like, and I've done that a lot. My show is always, uh, it's, it's not necessarily off the wagons. It's, uh, you know, let's, let's pray that we can get it recorded. And, um, so yeah, it's a lot different than people who, and it is out there just, uh, I mean, I don't mean to do this, but just a little shameless plug. It is out there. You can look it up on Facebook and you can see all the episodes. You can see the episode we're talking about or hear it. Excuse me. You can't see it. You can hear it. But yeah, sometimes you will get guests on there you think are going to be, oh, they're going to be great, you know, because, but if they're not used to, if they've never done a podcast, if they've never been on air, believe it or not, you know, a lot of people, it gets to them. They get a little bit intimidated. You wouldn't think they would be in the way that we're kind of laid back. Both of us are by that sense, actually, but. Yeah, you'd be surprised. And you and booking people, that's another thing you should definitely go into, how hard it is to book without names. How hard no, it is to no, book. It's not, an easy, it's not an easy thing <laughs> at all. And and, and, and I, I, I never try to give them a hard time about it. And I don't really try to push them, even though, unfortunately, some of the things I have said to them probably sound that way. But and the truth of the matter is, is that my deepest feelings about a writer is this. If somebody's reaching out to you to do an interview about your project and you're telling me about how you're nervous and this and that, I, I usually just help people with as polite as I can. Well, you got to get over that and you got to go out there and do it because I, I still I still feel that artistically you have you have a, a greater responsibility to go out there to try to promote your work and, and this is a good vehicle to do so. I, I don't know how many people are dialing you up saying I want to I want to talk to you about your book. And I don't mean to make fun of anybody because I'm really not. I'm I'm saying this honestly and sincerely, but uh, you wouldn't believe how many people are giving you a hard time about that. Well, I'm not sure about this. I don't know about that. I go, what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't understand it. Why 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 write this book if you don't want to talk about it? Well, I don't want to yeah. promote it. I don't want to put myself on the show. I'm nervous. This and that. I, to me, it's it's, be, it's beyond my understanding because I'm I'm this Italian guy, an older guy from New Jersey, so. I don't have this wonderful radio no. voice, okay? I don't, I don't have this whole wasp thing from Connecticut and I'm eating Grey Poupon with my ham sandwich, okay? I'm, I'm just a regular dude. Uh, I, I serve my country. I, I pay my taxes. I, I write for 30-something years here now. And I have a show. And just like everybody else, yeah, a little nerve-wracking in the beginning because not only do I have to sustain a conversation, oftentimes over 40 minutes with just me, because I'm not always with, with an interview, you know, person. But also, I, I, I've had to learn from scratch how, how to operate the equipment, how, how to how to produce the show. I mean, I'm not really tech savvy. Anyone that tells you, my wife laughs. She goes, "I can't even believe you. you I can't even believe you do this show. I, I, I'm afraid when you when you go near the ice maker. I mean, that, that's what she says, you know." Because I'm, I'm just not. I, I've had to learn a lot. Just like, uh, you know, we were talking about, uh, you know, briefly uh, about uh, the overhaul of a number of my websites. Uh, people are shocked to hear that I, I actually had a, a big hand in the design of them. But I'm like, yeah, doesn't mean I went in there and I physically designed them. I have somebody does does the coding. But I actually found the template. I found out how it can operate. I, 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 made, I made all the notes about where things should go. So in many ways, I'm the designer of a lot of these sites because I'm not willing to pay somebody all this money. I'm a cheapskate. That's, that's just the way it is. No. But I'm also, I also like the fact that 
by by doing this, I'm really getting what I want because it's just like the cover art for the books, John. I don't do it because I love art. Even though I love art privately, it's not something I like to do all the time. I do it for the practical reason of is I've had too many experiences where I got this artist that say, yeah, yeah, yeah. They take your money from PayPal. The next thing you know, you, you, you're getting a, a, a gay elephant on a skateboard. And I asked for, a, you know, a, a spaceship going to the moon. I'm like, what the hell is this? Ha this has wow. nothing, nothing. Yeah, exactly. But they got your money already. And like, so well, do you want me to give it a, do you want me to, do you want me to give it another shot? Am I, am I, if I ask you for a hamburger, don't give me a hot dog talking about, do you want another shot? Yeah, I'm going to give you a shot. I'm going to give you a shot to the jaw. That's about it. You know, so I, I, I wind up doing some of these things just because in some instances mm -hmm. I'm getting what I want to get. And in other instances, a lot of people are not aware of this. The people, the people that design the sites, they call themselves a web designer. The truth of the matter yes. is, is that, yes, they do design, but they're really just coders. So if you could figure out how to get a template that you like, and if you could figure out how it functions and give direction to that on a big piece of paper, in my case, sometimes four and five pages of instructions that I put down, and you get a code that can do this for a, 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 a decent price, you're going to get a couple thousand dollar website for like a couple hundred dollars. And that, that's simple. So that's why I did it because I'm like, yeah. well, I'm going to pay this, this dork $5,000 and four thousand is, is 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 like this design, and half the times it's just some some template he ripped off someplace and did some modifications to it. Christ, I could do that myself, and that's pretty much what I would have been would have been doing. Now, yeah. this mean, it doesn't make me some expert; it just makes me a, a cheap a cheap dude that wants something really nice, and 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 don't want to pay a lot of money for it. Basically, it, it makes me to my international friends out here. It makes me an American, okay? Because that's what Americans do, okay? All right, we we, yes. we we want to style an Alexis, but we want to pay a Ford price for that. Okay, that's just how we do things. You, yes, you intimidate everybody into doing what you want. That's what I like about you. I've learned a lot from you, boss. Just well, it, it, it's it's just, it's, it just it just makes sense because a, a lot of these coder people they don't want to do this web design crap anyway. They're not interested. They're not very imaginary. And they're not very that creative. In fact, they're really good just about taking instructions and taking money. So I'm like, great. I'll give you a lot of instructions and a little bit of money. It's a good deal for me. Money? What is that? Yeah. No, um, <laughs> just it is bad when it comes to that stuff. That it, it yeah, people will, you know, not to go on a side note, but if you sometimes if you just take a little bit of time and kind of have an idea, and it just like Mark's saying, you can get a lot of good stuff done. You know, largely, you know, the reason I think we do things like I do, I do covers. I think that's kind of known. If not, well, it's known now. Um, yeah, and he does them a whole lot better than me, by the way. Well, thank you. I yeah. mean, I was wondering when I was going to get the compliment, but anyway. Hey, yeah, well, you have the, you you have the talent, okay? <laughs> I, I'm just a, I'm just a cheap fool. That's all. You actually are an artist. Well, I, yeah, but when you say artist, you know what a pain I am to work with. Because if you ever do a cover for me, I will drive you insane. That's why it's best to just let me do the cover because then I'll, you know, because I will drive you crazy. But no, when you sometimes if you just it, it's best if you have a vision, just take a little time and uh, you know you put a little time and care into something and it's worth it. You know, just like you see with. Mark sites once look really. Well, you wouldn't know I'm an artist, but yeah. No, <laughs> with covers, I'm really 
decent. I will say that, but uh, yeah, no. And, and but to, to get on the podcasting and stuff, because I don't want to bear, you know, go off the, the path here. But yeah, no, it's it, it just amazed me though when we were talking about how booking people and how people just they it's just it's if you want to do one of these if you really do it the one thing that we probably need to emphasize is that you have to be dedicated because it's no matter what format you're doing it if you're doing it on a network yeah then you've got to be really you have to have a lot of content and you got to be willing to put the work in because it is work once again just like with editing it's work it's not a title it's work and it's it's a lot of work actually because i know because i mean you look how much content you're putting out and it is it's just a ton of work it, it, it is <laughs> i i i enjoy it but uh it, it, it definitely is it to me it, it's just a, a i feel um uh, it complements all the other stuff that we're trying to do artistically and it, it, if i could have ever just excluded interviews Believe it or not, it would make the show in my own life a lot easier. Believe it or not, it really would. And I'm not even saying that in a mocking kind of way. Yeah. It's just just factual. But I don't because yeah. not only am I committed to the show, but I have to be committed to some of the people out there that that want to get some exposure. They they want to step forward. They want to say something interesting and and educational on an artistic level. And I've been fortunate that I've had a number of people, including yourself say things that were necessary for other artists to hear. And that's really why I do it, is because I want them to be able to talk about their, their work and to talk about their life story a little bit about writing. And, and it's good for other people to hear that because many times in our life, we listen to the radio in the car or we, we listen to the cable TV, and we have all these people talking about their lives. Most of the times, they're not writers. So we should have our own little spotlight. We should have our own say. And I figured, yeah. well, let me just make my little corner in the universe to do that. I mean, obviously, I can't interview the whole planet or anything. And I don't know how I could schedule that because it's, sometimes it's hard to schedule just two people, let alone the whole planet. But nevertheless, I, I think it's important for that for that main reason. So um, I, I continue to do it, and as much as I... You know, sometimes uh, dread, oh, my God, this is a great person. <laughs> How can I get this schedule going? Because, you know, people have, you know, they have they have lives. They have real schedules. And, you know, things happen. Sometimes somebody gets sick. Ironically, that person I was telling you about that uh, it, it didn't record, the previous, yeah. the, pre the previous attempt when we tried to do the show, she was sick and, and she couldn't do the show. So at that point, it was two times that we had something happen that they didn't cause this so I'm hoping I'm hoping the third time's the charm because uh, I'm like holy moly over here, and uh, thankfully I'm still in contact with her. But I know she had moved and she had done some other things in her life. So, you know, I'm hoping to regroup with her, and because uh, I really think it, it's a, it's an interesting and and a, and a wonderful story for people to hear. But um, and I'm going to continue to do so uh, when this show uh, airs, which will be at the end of September. It'll be show number seventy four. At the point of that show, at the end of September, remember I saw it at the very beginning of January of this year, so that's already mm -hmm. seven, that's already seventy four episodes that I put out. And I try to be different each time, and I try to get as you know many people as I can possible. I've learned though, because in the early part of the show, I used to be disappointed I couldn't get somebody, or they couldn't make it, or they didn't want to do it. It's not hard. It's hard not to be disappointed because. As much as this might be business, you you do take some things personal because you're committed to trying to to do the best that you can yeah. and, and get and get people yeah. out there that 
you know, to get the word out for them. And uh, now, of course, uh, uh, you're getting so much experience doing it. I, I don't anymore. I, I let it roll in terms of what can be done and what can't be done. It, it, I mean, if there's a big literary god in the sky, I mean, I'm going to be telling that literary god, listen, I gave it a shot. You know, it didn't didn't work out or they, they changed their mind or they got frightened or whatever. I'm not responsible for those things. I just I do the best I can yeah. to make to make the format you know, a fair, I, I give people a good amount of time. It's not like to hear on 15-minute clips or something. You know, hurry up, hurry up, and it's not like that. And, you know, for the most part, they can speak to anything they want to speak about as long as it's, you know, not cursing or something that's, you know, com mm -hmm. completely not literary. <laughs> uh, other than that, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. And so I, yeah. I really I really, I really think that um, it's probably not going to get any easier. I don't think it's going to get any harder, though. I now know exactly how it, how it handles. Some people... Because of their lives and their schedules, they can simply make it on the show faster than others. It doesn't make them any better people or better artists. It just means that sometimes mm. the schedule lines up better. I mean, half it's probably just luck, you know? Yeah, I, well, with any of this stuff, it just seems like it. Like people, like I said, nobody can ever understand how hard it is to do this stuff. Because like anything, we've got lives, things happen, uh, sometimes you're not feeling great, and yet we don't miss taping, we never do, um, but when it comes to getting other people that are not used to this, it's, it's very difficult, it's very difficult to pin them down, um, and then, then you never know what you're going to get, see like with mine... <laughs> <laughs> when you listen off the wagon, you kind of have a, a, a little degree. Now, I'm not running what I do down because I, I'm good at what I do. But you do have a recipe for disaster. I mean, you have, you got a show that's unfiltered, but you also got a show that we're, because we're not on a network, we were at one time. That's when we started out. And how I started out was completely different from what it ended up being. And they're all out there. You can Google them. They're, just Google it. You can find me. But um, when you allow drinking on the show, then it's a recipe for disaster at times. <laughs> and, and, so. and I will tell you, folks, if you listen to the episode that I did with John, um, uh, there's some cursing going on <laughs> and, and some crazy stories. But I, 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 actually, yeah. I actually didn't drink on, on either one of them. No, 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 no. I'm not emphasizing everybody can't. Everybody yeah. does. I mean, it, I, no. I, I was, it was, it was okay to do so, but you know, um, yeah. Most of the times, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even drink at all. I mean, <laughs> I do occasionally, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm not really much of a regular type of drinker. I'm just kind of too busy no. to, to drink. To be honest with you, you know. And yeah. I, well, yeah. You allow me to kind of take up the slack. That's what I like. I like about yeah. our, our friendship. It's yeah. really good. So, and he was a, he was a very he was a very Christian person to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm very much so. But no, uh, the thing is, just like with that show, is um, you know, the whole show was if if people if it helped to relax them is why I would do that. I just want it, the, the show's a very loose format, and it's a good show to listen to, so if anybody is interested, it's on there. You can find it easily on Facebook. There's a, I think the whole archive of shows is there, So and you can find that one we're talking about, but no, not, and I don't want to, I don't ever want to say that, oh, everybody on there is like, no, 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 and it's just some people, yeah, they might want to have a couple drinks, and it's it's just a very unfiltered show, so if you do listen to it, 
remember that, that it's not, you know, we're not, um, whereas you're listening to me and it's going to be me and it's fun and you're going to have a laugh, but you got to remember that it's, we're not, there's a lot of cursing and, you know, uh, if that offends you, I apologize, but that's the way it is. I give you a heads up warning. It's very much if, you know, if you, uh, I'll put it this way. If you enjoy UTV, you'll probably enjoy the show. But then again, it's also a good serious show. You can listen to the one that, uh, Mark is on and, and it was fun. We had a great time because we, uh, and then look how, where it went from there. So, yeah. <laughs> so not, had, you know, nothing wrong with that. I, 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 I definitely agree. It's just, uh, it's a different animal, so to speak. You know, I often yes. thought, I often <laughs> thought he, he should say before he started interviewing the person, folks, this ain't PBS. I mean, cause it's, it's just not, no. this ain't no public no. radio. It, it, may, it may be closer to pubic radio, but it's definitely not public radio. Well, well, thank you, but no, <laughs> no it's, a, it's a good time. It's fun. If you want to hear something to make you laugh and kind of hear everybody completely and get, that's what I did. I was really good at getting people unfiltered and, and relaxed. And if you know me, that's just how I am. So you won't be shocked by the way I am because I'm actually the host, but it's uh it's it's unique <laughs> it's unique hey, so i'm not gonna name i'm not gonna name any names okay but i i got a lot of writers around me and especially some i interviewed that uh you know mm -hmm. in, the, in the pre interview segment and i don't mean just the one that the phone call i mean the pre interview segment of this show yeah remember i actually have yeah. to i have to cut and edit it because of the way that program works it it starts from the minute you call in on skype it records i just don't save that stuff yeah. for, you know for the public I got girls mm -hmm. over there cursing all over the place, and I'm like, um, I did, mm -hmm. did, did, I did remind you that there was no profanity profanity on the show, right? Because yeah. I'm like, what the heck? So, <laughs> and, and, and they did, and they did just fine, no problems. But uh, it, I was just like, yeah. oh, oh god. So I mean, they should have no problem with your show because uh, before I even started my show, they, they had like 19 curses already. I'm oh like, yeah, oh, yeah. It, they should it should fit in just fine. And I know, and I know a number yeah, of them is. drink wine every night, so that's it, it should work out all right. Yeah, yeah. If you check it out, you will definitely have fun. You will have fun if you if you like what I do and and dig it, and it's a lot of fun. You get to hear writers. Um, yeah, that's another thing is because uh, I did it for a while. Um, every now and then you do have it go off the rails, and I did. I know you had the one see where you had audio difficulty. I had the opposite. And you'll know exactly the writer. I'm not naming names. I'm not going to open that can of worms. But yeah. uh, let's just say somebody that sent you a, a little message about me a long time ago oh, that we yeah, actually covered yeah. on our show. Yeah, we did. Uh, there was one that we, when we were happened to be doing business together, we did a taping one time, and I had a writer completely go off the rails. And uh, and you have to know when to say, okay, we'll tape at another time. I mean, I also had uh, a funny story just for everybody to hear this one. I had a uh, person on there I had to take three times, <laughs> literally three interviews. Oh, man. And, um, yeah, because when you encourage the drinking thing, it's like sometimes it, it can backfire on you, and it did. Oh, boy. And, um, yeah, the first time was like a bunch of disruptions we had. We were on a different – once again, we were switching – you know, platforms. And then the second one, we just got, we got in left field. Like he literally was like, yeah, it was like breaking furniture. Once it's hilarious. If you ever heard the out, if I did an outtakes, that would be funny. 
you know, <laughs> it's oh like, you know, it's, it's, it's more like a show that used to be on MTV. I don't even know if we can say the word, so I'm not going to, because it might be considered cursing, so never mind. But with Johnny Knoxville, everybody knows the show that I'm talking oh, yeah, about. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, that's what it seemed like. And then on the third attempt, we had it. And everybody was like, man, that was a really interesting, really subdued. I'm like, if you heard the two previous where we're like, you know, the first time we're messed, the thing messed up. And then the second time we just got in the left field. And, you know, because really you can go anywhere with that. When you have, like, that's the only good thing. But then again, it can be a bad thing. When you say, well, you can say whatever you want because then you don't quite know where people may go. And you got to learn as a host to kind of reel them in. That's, that's the thing. Being a host, that's another thing that I would say that people don't get. When you're the host, you have to learn to be a good one. And uh, just like on here, you'll hear Mark, he knows how to, you know, he really lets the writer take, and in some degrees, especially in the interviews, take the lead and, and, and showcase themselves. And, you know, when you're starting out, it's all trial by, you know, error. And <laughs> you will learn quite a bit, you know, in, in a very, very quick way that you really do have to be a host, though. It's, it is, like I said, I can't emphasize enough that it is work. And I know that I've got quite a few. I probably will be taping four, but um, yeah, that, that'll, it'll be interesting because you never know which way it'll go. So I know people will be shocked when they hear that and they read me. They think, oh, wow, John kind of gets out in left field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, uh, you, uh, that's, you, you're going to have the opposite thing on that because they, they hear you on the show and then we do a little metal show as well. And, you know, yeah. they usually hear somebody who is, forgive the word, sober and somber and, and serious about what he does. <laughs> and then you're going to hear that show and go, that's the same guy? Uh, yeah. So, when, yeah. folks, we're not talking about a Jekyll and Hyde here. It's just a, a, it's just a, no. different, it's just a different atmosphere. It's no different yeah. that if, if you went to a steakhouse and had a nice dinner versus if you went to McDonald's and kids are running around screaming and throwing stuff everywhere. It's just... You know, a different environment. That's all it is. It doesn't really mean that somebody is, you know, they're, they're crazy one moment and not crazy the other moment. It's just they're, they're lending themselves to the format. You know, you know, we already know this format is more serious, although we do get some jokes in mm -hmm. it. You know, and yeah. where, where that is really about, even though it can be sincere and serious at times, yeah. it's not yeah. it's it's not mandated as much as mine. I mean, I don't tell anybody don't crack jokes. And, you know, I know you laugh about it all the time. And, and I'm not trying to be fake or anything to anybody. But when I get comments, I get email comments or text comments on a regular basis. Mark, I really like that show. And, boy, you were funny on a couple of things. I'm like, what are they talking about? Because I listen to the show. And I'm like, what funny is there? I'm just making a sarcastic comment. I don't know how funny it's supposed to be. So um, that's really it. That's how I view it. I never looked at it as I just inserted humor in a 15-minute episode of the – I mean – I don't get it. So it, to me, it's not intentional. Uh, and if that makes me sound like a weirdo, that's fine. I'm just being honest with you. It's not intentional. I, I don't like yeah. stage this stuff and write this in here. This could be funny. I don't know what the heck funny is. I just because most of the times, folks, when I'm doing the show, especially when it's a standalone <laughs> show, it, it's it's based yeah. on it's based on me knowing something about the subject, and I have some some really basic notes. And then I just do the show. I, I rarely even look at it, and it's just off the top of my head from there about yeah. what I know, what I feel, what I think. 
you know, about that particular topic. Some of them I'm stronger than others on. Mm. And then, you know, other times uh, if I am making a sarcastic comment or even what you might would consider a joke, yeah. or, a joke or something, the truth of the matter is, is that that helps me tie into other things that I'm trying to talk about on the show. That's all it is. It's like a bridge to get across someplace mm-hmm. so that I don't, I don't lose my mo- my momentum. Because there's nothing worse in, in, in podcasting. It's no different than radio. Yeah. You can't have a lot of dead space. People won't tolerate that. They'll shut you off. No. They're like, yeah, he was going good for 17 minutes, and then I don't know what the hell happened to him for a couple minutes, and then he did this and that. and You, you, you just sound you know, convoluted. You sound idiotic. You sound amateurish. So I, I rather I rather sound strange or wrong than, than, than sound like I'm just not professional enough to complete a a damn paragraph on 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 the show or or, or, or a thought or a thought frame, so sometimes those things are going to come out, and I guess they're more humorous than I realize, because I cannot believe how many comments they get on mine. I know you say sometimes I yeah. do, but I've heard it more times than not to go, what in the heck? I still don't get it, but I understand what I'm trying to do here, because I'm trying to make sure that I don't have, you know, any any brain lapses or any any forgetful moments. That that that's mm. gonna, that's going to really hurt the quality of it because um, I'll, I'll be producing and editing a thing all day, day long, and I don't like to do that. I, I only like to do minimal things when it's necessary because of bad weather or a couple connection issues and the beginning and the end. That's really it. I don't like to do a whole lot more producing than that. I got to call myself a producer on the show, not because I care about titles, it's because unfortunately, when other people carry this show. They want to know who the producer is, so I got to put my name down too because I don't have anybody on the outside doing it. Well, and, and thank God no. because they probably want me to to be per, per, to be perfect and, and not cut a joke and not do this and da da da. You know, yeah. whatever. I mean, I, I just if it's gonna be my yeah. show, it's gonna be my show. I might as well just just produce the darn yeah. thing then, you know. Well, yeah, that's true. I just think it's a. Uh... I think it's funny that you get the guy that runs UTB to have on here and that I'm all serious. And if, if anybody who kind of jumps ship and, and kind of looks at what I do, they think, wow, you know, <laughs> I look like the weirdest person ever. But um, no, I, I, the best comparison you could ever say with the shows is, um, you know, one would be like a nice steakhouse and another would be like tuning into Carson back in the day, if you remember, you know, when they were. Uh, let's yeah. just say they could drink on air. That oh, would be yeah. the best can be yeah. late night show, you know, and that's what it is. And it, it, there are a lot of really good, sincere moments. There are, because there, there are. The mark. we're not, are. yeah, we're not drinking. We're just being, it's just completely unfiltered. It's the only good thing about it is that, yeah, we can completely say whatever we, and everybody loosens up. And I don't think anybody's had a bad experience on there. So, yeah. And with this show as well, but, um, no, that that's the thing. It's like a late. I would say it's like a late night uh, talk show. That would be the best example. So if you tune in, you won't be shocked if you kind of. Oh, okay. I don't think they'll be shocked anyways. I mean, with yeah, people know I my mean, humor, they're really. not going to be. It's you not watch, night and day. You but. watch HBO. <laughs> or you watch Game of Thrones, or some of these other shows are out there. There's nothing that John is yeah. saying over there that even comes close to that, okay? You got people sleeping with their mother, you know, murdering dogs and, mm. and worshiping Satan. And he, he has a couple of drinks, yeah. a couple of curses, and he talks about some writing. So if that's going to offend you, yeah. then don't tell me you have HBO because I'm going to come after you and say, uh, are you serious? Whoa. You're saying that my <laughs> you're saying my house is dirty and you don't live in a museum? Uh, no, no. That's an old yeah. Italian, old Italian yeah. expression, but... That's really what it comes down to. So I don't think too many people will be mortified. But it's always no. good what John does is, is to give people 
a, a fair warning, and, and only because sometimes folks they don't realize that that, that that people can shift around in terms of, of the things that they do. Mm-hmm. No one says in the world that John can't be serious at times and then other times be be jovial and you know and throw a, <laughs> throw a few back. And why why not? I mean, we are in our personal lives, so why can't we do this professionally? Why does it always have to be you know uh, Shakespeare Junior? It's crazy. So. It is. I, I think sometimes people just like complaining, you know. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it, it's the same thing with like if anybody who is a, who is a fan, and there are some people who have crossed over, and once I'm grateful for, and thank you out there who listen. But the the fans of uh, UTB once is my humor. That's that anybody could tell you, and I know Mark could tell you that's completely me that's but that's my humor that's that side just like with the writing if you if you pick up a book uh once once again little shameless plug once upon a nervous breakdowns out there um uh, from get the it, fantastic get it, song get it. it's great yeah get it <laughs> but that's all you, and you'll learn and we, yeah we've had a great in fact a recently great review up um you'll see that there is that dichotomy you know you can have two sides you can't you don't have to just be one thing and so, yeah, you'll you'll get that really crazy humor. So no, no, it's like anything. You should have fun, and just like these shows are fun and they're relaxed, and where you may listen to an interview once is complete. It, 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 the guests are all kind of really when you when you book a guest, they kind of dictate it because I know that we both we we like to uh, let our guests be themselves. It, it doesn't matter which show you're on. Maybe one you can't, you know, curse, but uh, there's no difference really in that sense that we let the guests shine, and I think that's what you should do. The host should never outshine the guests. No, they shouldn't. And, and it's it's oh, one of my, it's one of the things I, I I have to deeply believe in. Uh, first, on a practical level, because, and, and I'm not making mm-hmm. any exaggeration here, it could take an average of six weeks to get somebody scheduled for one interview. So you've gone through yeah. all of that, and you're giving them maybe about an hour, and what? You're going to talk to 40 minutes, and they're going to talk 20 minutes? How the hell is this worth anybody's time? And why would they have any respect for what you're trying to do? Why shouldn't they not have the great majority of that time? And that's why I do that, because I believe that that is right and, and fair for them. But, you know, also, too, I hope this isn't going to sound too strange for people, but it's the only show I do where I don't have to do as much work like the other shows. I can let the other person talk about lots of things, pipe in here and there. Maybe I have a question, maybe I have a comment. But it's also a show, too, where I, I kind of get a, a sort of like a creative break, let somebody else do some work on it, and, 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 and let them teach some people from what they say, rather than just me, you know, you know, blabbering on all. So it, to me, it's also a good break for me in a way. So it kind of works in, in, those two, in those two avenues for me. Yeah, it's when you do shows like that, and that's how you're supposed to do it. And that's another that that if anybody who wants to do this should get into, it it should take notes. Honestly, if you want to host, you you can't. It's not really about you. It's about just like with editing. It's about pushing someone else. And and take some time, you know, add a question in there, and largely let's let's go with you know let's get to know them, because that's what you're trying to do. You're really trying to highlight that person, 
and let people get an insight into these people that really deserve the spotlight, in my opinion. That's why I know I started my podcast. I just wanted to I wanted to show these writers that, that I was reading when I was publishing. It was really early on because I started off the wagon. Um, largely, it originally was not me. It was just me and a very good friend who, you know, uh, and so we started doing it and just talking about things we were seeing. Then I started doing the interviews. It once was hard to schedule, as Mark can tell you, it's not easy. No. And no, it, it's and and we have. I mean, if you want to go, I mean, I always give the guy a plug, but I don't care. It's just the way I am. Um, if you want to listen to a funny interview that I kept because the interview was so good, but for a few seconds you talk about dead air. The very first time I had Ryan on was hilarious because I didn't know how to use. I think it was on Blog Talk or something like that, and I had they have a dial out feature. Well, you know, me and Mark are not. Uh, let's see, we're not techies. I'll put it that way. <laughs> and I truth. called, but then he couldn't hear me. So <laughs> he had him going, "Hello, hello," and there's an echo, and <laughs> so it's like, and that's like the first time we've had a conversation. So yeah, we it, there's so much stuff that can go on on shows <laughs> that's hilarious and. You know, you just got to learn to roll with it, though. That's one thing. You're going to have to also be willing to speak, too, because you never know. If you get a guest that can, that kind of maybe freezes up a little bit, you need to make them feel comfortable. And that's just being a good host. It's like anything, being a good host in your home. You know, you see somebody that's new, you know, that you don't know, and they make them feel welcome because that's, that helps. That's really it, is. That's really it just, in, a, in a nutshell it, it is host. Yeah. When, they, when they say that word, it just doesn't mean that you're the dude – that runs the show it, it means that you brought somebody in into your creative home for a little while and you, you don't let them sit on the floor okay they sit on the couch you no. Know? no exactly <laughs> that's the thing you've got to you've got to be willing to kind of to help them along you know if, if need be some well, don't I, and some you find will take the ball and run with it <laughs> That, and, I, and I've been I've been fortunate so far. I'm sure I'm going to have an instance where it's not, and I'll just have to pipe in a little bit more and kind of kind of do whatever I can. I, I had a, a another radio uh, show host. And I'm not going to mention any names, and and I'll give them the benefit of the doubt because the, the way they said it, it, it could go either way. But they pretty much said to me, um, you know, to each his own. But I, I prefer to where I dictate everything on the show and and pry open the guests rather than let them do whatever they want because oftentimes the audience isn't going to get all the gems out because they're either hesitant or, or, or frightened or, or they just don't even understand the, the questions half the time. So I didn't want to give the person a hard time about it, but I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't really see the, the, the point in that. It, it's not my job to question somebody to death and make them feel uncomfortable and then tape it. Now I have an interview. I want I want people to be able to hear no. as well as uh, you know the interviewee. I want them to be able to hear uh, that we're in we're in a decent place over here. No one's no one's trying to trick anybody. No one's trying to make anybody look bad. You know I'm not asking questions they can't answer. I mean it's none of that at all. They should be able to say this is a little bit about me and here's my book and this is some of the stuff I do, some of the things I'm thinking about, and and that's fine. It, it doesn't have to be some like you're on a couch and you're getting examined by a psychologist or something. I don't really think to me that that's an interview. That's see to me, 
that sounds more like an interrogation. That's just my viewpoint, though. I mean, I was in the military. I was in the, in the intelligence. So I know a little bit about both of those sort of things. And I think there's a difference. And I've heard other shows do this. And, that, and that's fine because in the end, I feel that we're adults. And if a person wants to go on the show and, and render themselves to that treatment, then they, they're going to get what they get because they already know a little bit about that show. Just like now, I have enough of a catalog. I mean, now I, I don't even have to sell the show anymore. I'll tell somebody who uh, yeah, I, I'm considering interviewing, listen, um, I don't want to send you a page and a half email and all the stuff we're doing or blah, 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 or my style. Just listen to a couple of interviews. If you're comfortable with that, call me and we'll, we'll figure out what we can do here. If it's just yeah. something that's not for you, that's fine. I'm not going to get upset about it, but... I mean, I don't know how I could describe it to you in the email when you could just listen to a couple of shows and find out for yourself because you'll find out that even though the people are different, what we're doing is pretty much yeah. the same. We're trying to get people open a little yeah. bit up about their writing, about their life, and, and let us all learn a little bit, something extra that we might not have known before the show. Yeah. No, that's another thing. Is that, yeah, if, if you don't want – I mean, listen to the show. Once you can hear, there's a, there's a bunch of podcasts out there. If you and there's a lot of really excellent ones out there, and the best hosts, I mean, you can just hear it. You know, when you listen to it, and you hear how their style is, and don't be so. You know, it'll be fine. I mean, I've done. I don't know why people think it's probably easy for me. I mean, I kind of come from a, a broadcast uh, background because that's originally what I was going to be. It was in radio. So, <laughs> um. It's no easier for me than it is anybody else. You know, I get the same kind of people, believe it or not, jitters just as anybody else. But I just I've become more used to it because, of course, like I know, like we know each other. So it's different. But just listen to the show. If you dig the way the show is, the format is, then just kind of open yourself up to the experience. And it's it's worth it. It really is because it's going to be out there. And it, it's a really good thing to have it to me in your uh in your your resume or whatever to have up on your you know website or whatever that you've been on because that's another thing that people nowadays are all about having all this information and uh it's a good thing for your readers to be able to know you beyond the uh, page you know to actually know oh that's how that person is well you know if they can if they're you know you endear themselves to to them then that's a good thing and yeah I think people really need to embrace it more, and because I do know there are some writers that just yeah they just freeze up the idea. Oh, I'm going to be on air. I'm like yeah, but just like now we're talking me and you, people are going to listen to it. But it's not a call-in show. It is a little bit different when you do a call-in show because you don't you don't know what can happen. Yeah, um, and I, and I, I wouldn't do that. I don't want I don't want to invest in, yeah. in that whole that, that whole mixing board thing. To me, that's just nonsense. And and I don't really think this is the kind of show that would lend itself to that because, quite frankly, what question could you have as a poet that you need to call me about? Yo, dude, I'm stuck on the, on, on line seven, uh, and I don't understand. I mean, come on, really? You know, this isn't Ghostbusters here. We're, we're talking literature. We're talking about writing. But you don't need that. And I, oh, I would probably get it's a bunch of prank nonsense. That's probably all. I, that's the reason why I wouldn't want to do it because I, I get dumb stuff about. I can't believe that you've. Uh, you uh you rejected my uh, poem about the gay frog with the machine gun shooting the White House uh, in aerial chart. Well, you do love I did, that poem, though. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't believe it. I, that's all they've been doing is complaining about that or 
I don't understand how you publish my friend yeah. and Soma Publishing, but you won't publish my book. I don't know. Um, I don't consider a book five pages with two poems. I mean, you got to have a little bit more than that. Come on. You know, so I'll be doing that all day long and it would be more of a, a consumer reports complaint show than it would be about anything literature. So I, I, I wouldn't I just wouldn't wouldn't take the chance on it. Not to mention, I, I don't really see how um, that really helps helps anybody listening to that. That's stuff that should go behind the scenes. I make fun of it sometimes on the show. Let people know, believe it or not, some of the stuff really happens sometimes like when I make these crazy comments about a poet's title or something like that, you would not believe some of the stuff I get, you know, and then they get mad, you know, dude, I don't, I don't understand, man, how you, you're telling me, uh, to, to retitle this thing. I'm like, dude, it's called night. Yeah. I've gotten 28 night poems already. They all got rejected because I needed something better, especially when the poem was written. Well, and all you can come up with is night. Would you run out of gas and you're stuck in a desert somewhere? Come on now. Huh? Yeah. And- yeah, like I know how much you love the title "Love," so yeah, yeah that I happens should, a lot too. More people should send that to you. Yeah, <laughs> God. Yeah, and then and they get mad at me. You would not believe. I actually, I'm I'm one of the few magazines. I, I don't know. I could be the only magazine that instead of having an accept and reject, I also have a maybe. Maybe I'll publish this if you change this damn title yeah. to something that makes poetic sense. You know. It makes no damn sense. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, so I, I, I don't actually reject him. I said, listen, if you change this title to something that makes some sense, something that sounds poetic, something that says that you give a damn about this poem other than night, mm-hmm. then I'm going to reconsider it. More times than not, I publish those people. But you'd be shocked at how many people withhold it and say, oh, the hell with that. I just really like night. You know, I'm like, all right, well, good, I like good night then, dude, because you're not, you're not coming over here then. <laughs> Night. No, I know you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, these are real stories, people. I'm telling you, we're not, we're not just joking here. These are real stories. People send me these these ridiculous okay. titles, and and usually what happens is we all have a certain prejudgment uh, when we say um, the book. Don't judge the book by a cover. When we know that that's often the case with, especially with eBooks, where the cover makes a big difference, whether people are going to go the next mile to maybe read the description or maybe even buy it. Well, it's not the mm-hmm. same thing for a, a piece of writing. Okay, people are not going to say, "Oh my God, I I, I hate that title," uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep reading the the, the book, the the uh, you know the poem or the essay. They're gonna say right away. Oh, man, they can't come up with something better than that. So when they read your poem or they read your essay or they read your fiction and they say, just like I'm saying, really? Damn, that was good. But what the hell's wrong with this title? They're going to question that. They're going to wonder about that. That's why I, I intervene that way, because if I'm questioning that, the reader's going to question that, too. I mean, they, they have to know that if you wrote this well, what happened over here? You ran out of gas? You pooped out? You, you changed yeah. your mind? I don't really know. Sometimes it might be a prop title. I ask people, "Is this a prop title?" They go, "What the hell is that?" I'm like, "Well, like mm-hmm. you didn't you didn't want to mess you didn't want to mess with the mental flow, so you just put night there, so that now you can continue." Yeah. And then afterwards, you're like, oh, "I'm so done now. I'm gonna go send this." And then you never changes it. Sometimes people do that. <laughs> they won't admit it, but I really think that happens sometimes. And other times, I've had some people that yeah. totally they're totally fascinated by love, you know, or, or, or yeah. <laughs> you know, or love. Here's my favorite one. This is by an international writer, okay, who didn't really understand mm-hmm. that the context of what he was trying to say and do 
was going in another direction. <laughs> so he wrote a poem about close close contact between animals, and he calls it "Loved in the Forest." And I'm I'm telling this guy, listen, man, if this is about animals mating, why don't you just come out and say that? Don't be all subtle about it, because I mean, no, yeah, just, just say rabbit sex or something or squirrel romance. I don't know, it's just bear, you know, hugs. What the heck? But um, he he had a problem with the whole nuance of it all because to him mentally it made sense. But I'm like. Dude, you just put this into English, and now you got a whole other interpretation. So, you know, are these, graf- yeah. are these grasshoppers, or you know, making some whoopee here in the forest, or what the hell's going on? So uh, he had to relook. Yeah. He had to relook all of that over and everything. So that also could be an issue too. That it could give people a misleading, you know, interpretation of what your poem's about, because it really should be to some, to at least a certain extent, a kind of a banner waving itself to the reader. You know, yes, yes, I'm a poem about a gay frog with a machine gun. Okay, (laughs) fine. You know, I swear to God, you love that 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 metaphor there. It's (laughs) it's almost hilarious. But yeah, no, and and this comes from a guy that actually put a poem in just to mess with you. So yeah, and a book. So I'm not gonna go there just because I knew that you couldn't stand that as a title. So I put it in there, and I knew you were working on a book helping me out. So. So yeah, so you know, I do know, I do know that that is one of your things. Yeah, if you're gonna send to him, do not send him the poem, the title "Love." It's not gonna work. Well, so. it, it, mainly, mainly <laughs> because I, I'm, I'm really not trying to be anal about the whole thing. The, the, the truth of the matter is, is that the, the numbers they, they wear on you after a while because uh, it's over, <laughs> over nine or ten months. I have either personally read or read with other editors in the magazine, you know, two to three thousand dollar poems. So when you do something like yeah. that, you're going to see a lots of, of of same titles and everything, you know. And the way my system, yeah. the way my system set up on the on the site, it, it makes it much harder to have an identical title as well because it could confuse the computer yeah. and the way it, it codes. So it's another reason yeah. I, I've had to tell people that before. I go, I have a coding issue just as much as anything else. So. It's okay if it's night and something else, but you just can't be night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, but then sometimes they'll come back with night and day, night and day. I'm like, really, night and day? I thought we were doing yeah. poetry. I thought we were doing poetry over here. This is not a Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. Come on now, let's let's actually be more creative than this guy. You know? Yeah. Which is not which is I, not that I'll hard. I'll admit that. My my only peeve is when it comes. I don't know why we're going this, but I'll I'll go with it. The my only thing is, uh, well, running the uh, running the whiskey is. Uh, sometimes people think, well, I've got to automatically tie something like that into it, and like I try to tell people, no, no, it's nothing to do with that. That's the name of the mag. You don't have to literally name whiskey at some point in the in the right like it'll make no sense it's like yeah i went on a killing spree then i drank you know some jameson whiskey like <laughs> wow that's fascinating <laughs> you know it's we, like, we accidentally no. box people it, in and we don't realize it sometimes <laughs> yeah it's not a themed magazine just so maybe we can get out there maybe that will help it's like no it's not a themed magazine it's a you know, kind of a a little bit kind of outside fringe thing, but it's it's luckily people dig it, so that's cool. But yeah, you don't have to put whiskey in your in your work for me to publish it. So and that, I and, get tired uh, of. Well, we'll let that we'll let that funny thing be our, our final thought on here, okay? 
uh, hopefully this kind of give yeah. you a little little peek in, in what podcasting is about, what we've done, what we've encountered. And it wouldn't be surprised me if we do, you know, an episode or two about this down the line as well, because, you know, we'll have some new experiences and, and, and then, of course, we'll have a better report from John about how he's doing the off the wagon again and some of the new things he might have encountered. So we're not going to just leave it at this. But uh, this is good for an episode for, for, for now, and I'm definitely uh, happy to get something like this out there for folks. This Because uh, I know a few people asked me about if we were going to do something like this. So I wanted to definitely yeah. cross this off the, uh, you know, the checklist, so to speak. All right, folks, God bless. Until next time, John, thank you very much for joining us this evening here. It's Strength to be Human, the Guest House Edition. Take care. Take care. Thank you for listening. Follow the show and support our efforts by purchasing an ebook at Soma Publishing, www.somapublishing.com.